With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Friday, January 18th, 2019, and welcome to episode number 614 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, I am Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time here in the radio network, that being, of course, professional wrestling <clears throat> uh ladies and gentlemen uh the Iceman, the king of w.o jr t smith and the Iceman jared d geralmo has not uh well, i'm not 100 certain i don't think they will be here this evening so i'll be taking care of your wrestling news and views here tonight filling in tonight for king ice also the human suplex machine john gross has not yet also arrived in the studio we hope to have him coming in momentarily but uh, in the meantime until he arrives i will be uh handling your history and birthdays for you as well uh <clears throat> also ladies and gentlemen i will go ahead and let you know that our live video feed tonight comes to us from awa us history lives and i do see we have a couple of folks on there on the line here with us uh on the live video of this i do thank mr raymond otis and also mr uh jesse l garcia or jesse i garcia my apologies if i have that incorrect uh, we do thank them for popping on tonight and looking in on uh, our episode here tonight. And like I said, please feel free to chime in, gentlemen, on anything that we have to talk about here this evening. We thank you for joining us. Also, if you want to join us to AWA US, just like Mr. Otis and Mr. Garcia are, have done so, please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash AWA US history. And if you care to join us through talkshoe.com, the phone number, as always, is one six zero five five six two zero four four four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening. Which folks, we may it may not be a really long show here this evening. Um, 
in addition to the news and views and history and birthdays, any other wrestling topics we'll of course be bringing up here to you other than what we bring up in our news and views tonight. Also, we'll probably have a little bit of fun here with our, of course, our infamous family feud survey hour at the survey survey moment as well. Hopefully we'll have some more folks pop on in here tonight. Uh, <clears throat> we love to, um, We'd love to have you come on and, like I said, voice your opinions on everything, of course, we talk about here in the world of professional wrestling. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and mention here to you, before we get get underway here with our with our lineup here for tonight, uh, of course, as you know, of course, what what took place during, during the end of episode 613 this past Wednesday evening, um, where apparently somebody came on talk to you and thought it would be kind of funny to use our form for their own private gain. Um, and of course, like I said, I have, I have put in some word to talkshoe.com about this matter. And hopefully, like I said, I will get a response here um, sometime here soon. Uh, but apparently some people just want to pop on and like to get their, get their, as they say, so-called 15 minutes of fame. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm going, I'm proud to say that they are not going to do that at the, the expense of the WWS radio network. So anyone tries to do that tonight, like I said, we will take we will take immediate action as soon as we as and be dealt we deal with them. We will deal with them very, very swiftly and smoothly. So with that being said here, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring you, of course, first off, ladies and gentlemen, filling in for King Nights tonight. I'll be handling your wrestling news and views. With, of course, a few little stories coming in from our friends at 411mania.com, which, by the way, we do thank them here in the WWS Radio Network for allowing us to read their stories, of course, on, of course, on all of our shows each and every week, including, of course, Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, our promos, and others. So feel free to listen in here, folks. <clears throat> uh, Jeremy Thomas brings us the first story tonight. As Sasha Banks is, recalls her reaction to learning that she is going to be the next one to face Raw Women's Champion Ronda, Sasha Banks appeared on this week's ENC's Pod of Awesomeness and discussed her match with Ronda Rousey at the Royal Rumble. Plus, more highlights are right here, courtesy of her WrestleZone. On her reaction to finding out she would be facing Ronda Rousey, Sasha Banks says, says this It's kind of crazy. It was really unexpected, too. When I found out I was going to be facing her, it was just out of the blue. I found out the day before Raw, and I was just like, huh, of course, that's how WWE always works. You never know what they're going to be doing. They'll, they tell you one thing, and next thing you know, something's different. But it's honestly really cool because last year, having the first ever Women's Royal Rumble match, I got to open that match and be part of that match for 54 minutes. Now, this year's Royal Rumble and actually being a part of the title picture, it's kind of crazy how full circle life is. On missing this year's Royal Rumble match, Sasha Banks says, <clears throat> sorry about that here, folks. I won't be in the Royal Rumble because I'll be winning the title, so I don't need to be in it. On her match with Rousey, Sasha Banks says, I do wish it was more time to build. But I think that's, that's with a lot of people's storylines, but we just have too many pay-per-views. Once Royal Rumble is done, we have three weeks until Elimination Chamber. Once that ends, we have another three weeks until Fastlane. Then it's like four weeks until WrestleMania. There's never enough time where you can just sit and digest these stories. But for me, I do think this is going to be a whole different matchup than what she's ever had. This is going to be completely different than what I've had in a long, long time. It's hard because we've never trained together. We've never worked with each other. We've never touched each other. So I don't know what her members are going to be in the ring. And that kind of makes me nervous. 
but just being the wrestler I am, I have to prepare myself just watching her tapes and just getting ready and just getting ready the best way I can. That's going to the performance center or I'm going to be going to New York this week to try to train with my friend Amazing Red and just having all these options ready for me when I do get in that ring with her and wrestle with her because she's not a professional wrestler, she's a fighter. So she's going to be coming in completely different. I'm not Nia Jax where I can just pick her up and slam her around and it's definitely going to be a different matchup for herself and myself too, but I'm ready for it. I'm excited that it's at the Royal Rumble and I'm ready for heads to turn. On her promo with Ronda Rousey this last week on Monday Night Raw, she says, it felt good for me. Promos haven't really been my best strong suit. I feel like as I keep getting older, which kind of sucks, the more mature I get and the more actually I think about what I say. I also feel like now as a performer, I'm not really scared to speak up when I'm given a promo. That's the beautiful thing about WWE. With them growing as well, if you get handed something and you have questions about it, I'm not scared about going to Vince McMahon in advance and asking him to change it to make it into my own words. For the past two weeks, I took liberty with that. A week before, I wasn't supposed to say the B word, but it just kind of came out, and I feel like that added to the promo as well. So you just kind of always have to apologize later. But if you're going to do the best you can to make the story better, I think it's okay to do those things for the better of the story. And also, there's a link. There's also, of course, uh, you can go to this page where the story is, is at. They have some audio, of course, of, of course, ENC, of course, Edge and Christian talking to Sasha Banks about this uh about her upcoming, about about all this here, folks. Definitely check that out there as well. <clears throat> Let's see here. Another story here, folks. Uh, Jeremy Thomas uh, brought this up. Uh, uh, brought this up here today. Kylie Ray recalls her WWE tryout and also talks training with Booker T. Kylie Ray spoke with the Women's Wrestling Weekly podcast for a new interview and looked back on her WWE tryout, plus more. Highlights are below per WrestleZone. On training with Booker T, she says, I've always been a fan of Booker T. So when I first moved to Texas, I never thought that I would be able to be at his school. I was still training up in Chicago a little bit. I was like, oh, my God, this is like the end-all, end be-all training facilities. They're, they only accept certain people who are the best shape and the best wrestlers. So when I had my first meeting there, I was extremely overwhelmed and nervous. I was shaking your first day when they put you through the ringer to see what you were able to withstand, where you can, where your conditioning is, where your head is at, how fast you, you are in your training. So I guess I passed the test because I was there training within the next day. It was just cool to see Booker T teaching you. You have this form of respect for him, unlike anything I felt for a trainer before because he has been where you want to be in wrestling, at least where I want to be in wrestling. Like WWE is hopefully one day my goal, and then one day I would love to be there. And he knows exactly what they are looking for, and he runs his training facility pretty much how the performance center is run. And you can't ask for better training than that. He looks for things that not many other trainers are able to look for. On her WWE tryout, Kylie Ray says, leading up to it, just like the pressure and most like the fear of the unknown, because you always hear about the tryouts and you can watch them online, but you don't, but you. But you, but you don't realize how hard it is you get there, and there is really no way to prepare for it. So you can do all the conditioning you want, but there are pretty much, but you're there pretty much for three days from eight to five. So what they don't teach you about is how sore you're going to be and how you deal with that soreness. On meeting day styles, Kylie Ray says, "I would love to wrestle him. I feel like he is a big reason why, he, why I got my tryout to begin with. 
I had done extra work for a couple of months before the tryout. And after my practice match, when we were there, he had pulled me aside and basically told me, keep doing what you're doing. You're on the right track. I was so starstruck and crying in his face. And I think he had gone up to manager basically and said, I don't know what she has to do. I don't know what the process. I don't know what the process is to get a tryout, but she needs a tryout. On winning the AAW championship, Kylie Ray says, <clears throat> I'm still speechless. I had no idea. Honestly, when it happened, it was everything I ever dreamed of pretty much. I ever dreamed of pretty much because I grew up in Chicago. AAW is, I think, the longest running company in Chicago. So I grew up a fan of it. And then they didn't even have a women's division until last year. And they crowned a women's champion. And then that's a goal you strive for. It's one day being women's champion, and it finally happened. It was amazing. I knew about the match. <clears throat> Let's see here, folks. Let's bring another story right here. Also, I do thank Miss Della Sigler for joining us here for episode on our live video feed. Um, through our live video feed on AWA US. Ms. Sigler, we welcome you as well tonight, man. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brings us our next story here. Andre reportedly warned Rush and Dragon Lee about going to WWE. A new report claims that Andre warned Rush and Dragon Lee about signing with WWE. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, the SmackDown stars close friends with Rush and pretty much warned him and Dragon Lee both about coming to the company. Rush recently signed exclusively with Ring of Honor, with WWE having had a strong interest in him. Dragon Lee is believed to be signed with Ring of Honor soon, with the idea of signing a one-year deal, if possible, so he can take advantage of a free agency next year. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, a current WWE superstar warned a couple of potential ones, apparently, about coming to be a part of it. So, I don't know what that's what that was all about, but hopefully, we'll be able to. Hopefully, we'll be able to bring that up here at some point down the road here. Hmm. Jeremy Thomas brings us this next story here. WWE announces a new job opening seeking passionate fans for a logging project. Let's see what this is about here, folks. Jeremy Thomas brings the story. WWE is seeking passionate fans for a paid position watching WWE content for tagging within the WWE network. The job posted is seeking applicants for a logging project, noting the logger will be responsible for watching WWE content and recognizing key attributes that should be tagged within WWE programming on WWE network. The key job responsibilities are like this. Watch and log hours of WWE footage daily. Utilizing strong product knowledge from the last 30 years of WWE, WCW, ECW and other professional wrestling libraries, and also create a catalog of content, data entry of key moments in WWE programming, and provide consistent updates to manager and key stakeholders. You can find out more about the full-time position and apply at the link right there. So I believe there is a, there is a link right here on this page here, folks. Uh, uh, let's see. Yes. And so like I said, so you can probably go through WWE this to get to WWE.com and see what that's all about. Uh, now, what, now, like I said, if they're going to pay you like to watch most of nothing but wrestling content, you know, log, log it in and all that stuff, that's uh, <laughs> that's kind of neat there. Kind of neat indeed. A uh, couple more stories to bring in before we bring you some wrestling history here, folks. Jeremy Thomas brings us this story. 
Brock Lesnar asked for Finn asked for Finn Balor as a Royal Rumble opponent. Brock Lesnar reportedly handpicked Finn Balor to replace Braun Strowman as his Royal Rumble opponent. According to the Wrestling Observer, once the decision to take Strowman out of the match was made, Lesnar asked for Balor to, to the man who will face him with the <clears throat> asked for Balor for the man who will face him for to be the man who will face him for, with the Universal title on the line at the Royal Rumble. Lesnar had previously pushed for the match with Balor at last year's Rumble. Uh, Balor was removed by, from consideration by Vince McMahon at the time as he didn't see Balor as a main eventer yet. Lesnar has been having good matches with smaller talent as of late, including AJ Styles and Kane, which reportedly led McMahon to believe that the time was right for Balor to get the title match. Of course, the Royal Rumble will take place January 27th and it will air on the WWE Network. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh... Another story here, folks. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brings us this story right here. Triple H reacts to Vince McMahon chants at, UN, at NXT UK TakeOver and also talks about Finn Balor's appearance at this event. Of course, that was the NXT show that took place last Saturday. Inside the Ropes has posted a video of Triple H taking questions following last weekend's NXT UK TakeOver on a variety of topics. Highlights are below per Russell's Zone. On the is Vince watching chance Triple H says I was I was wondering how many how many we got in before that question was asked. It's funny that Pete Dunn just said to me backstage when I heard that chant, I was just wanting to get out of here. The beautiful thing about what we do is exactly that. You express yourself vocally and loud. You are the first product I think in the world where that crowd participation was not just a part of it. Boo, cheer, whatever. That's a sport. But what it's what we go after. I'm not saying directly that chant, but it is the particip participation of what we do. It is the involvement in, in sports. They talk about being the sixth man on the court. They are as much a part of it. An awesome crowd <clears throat> can make something unbelievable, something good. An awesome crowd that has the energy to and turn something great into, into just magic that you'll never forget. Part of that is the ability to express your opinion no matter what it is. I believe I just saw that Vince just tweeted out, yes, I heard you, and yes, it was awesome. That's what it is. I love it, and I want them to do that every single time. On seeing the NXT UK brand success, Triple H says, as far as how it compares, it's apples and oranges. I think Shawn Michaels would echo this statement. I think William Regal would echo this statement. Matt Bloom would echo this statement. Anyone that's been in the ring that now comes to this side of it is as much, if not more, gratification. People joke about it all the time. They call me Papa H or whatever. But it really is the difference between going out there and winning something yourself and then watching your kids do it. it the feeling is totally different. Both are, are as rewarding as they can possibly be. On Finn Balor replacing Travis Banks on the NEC UK TakeOver show, Triple H says it was about launching a brand tonight. He was extremely cool with it. It put a lot of eyeballs and put a stamp on the brand and what it means for Finn Balor to come here and do that. It's certainly not the end of the story. They're certainly going to get their moment. It's an exciting moment. Part of me hates taking that moment away from Banks. It's about the betterment of everybody. It's do what's right for everybody on the brand. Everybody worked hard tonight, but his sacrifice almost means more because it was for the betterment, and he saw the big picture. When we when we told him, he was like, oh, okay, that's great. It's for the betterment of everybody. 
and I think everybody knows it. One of the cool things about NXT and the Performance Center is you heard Pete Dunn say this. Used to be a bunch of guys that had worked shows together before. Now all of a sudden working in this Performance Center, they're a team and they're working together. It's a different vibe. It's a family. It's a team. It's working for the greater good and the cause, which is really what all of this is. It's about the overall product, not the individual. That's why he. That's why he took it because he's a pro. So, so there you have it right there. But hopefully we get to see Travis Bates compete here soon. It was a darn shame that he did. That he did, of course, get taken out here. Uh, uh, <clears throat> of course, that was a, that was a darn shame. But hopefully we get to see Travis Banks in action here really, really soon. Jeremy Thomas brings us this next story here. David McLean hopes for women of wrestling or WOW to become a live show. Also talks tonight's launch on AX, AX on tonight tonight's Access TV launch. David McLean spoke with WrestleZone for a new interview promoting tonight's premiere of WOW Women of Wrestling on Access TV and more. Highlights are below. <clears throat> if only have you ever thought he'd get into the same level he did with Glow again. He said, yes is the answer. I always think of it. I always like to think of it as a question as a, of a question as a yes or no answer. When I sold Glow that I was going to do women's wrestling again, I knew it and I knew I was going to do it correctly. It's taken me numerous steps, numerous mountains to climb. That's the first time I ever said it, but this is the pinnacle of the dream. This is this has independent wrestling stars and there weren't even any out there in the 80s. When we were, there weren't any out there when Wild was in syndication. We've got Santana Garrett, Jessica Habit, Kira Hogan, <clears throat> the wrestlers aspire for us. Abilene Maverick, who everyone in Texas knows as Barbie Hayden. We've got the homegrown, homegrown Wild athletes that are trained by Selena Majors, uh, Bambi in Georgia. This is the culmination of the entire dream. Opening the doors for people that want to be trained, want to be professional women's wrestlers, get them trained properly, and then put on a showcase on television. I had zero doubt I was going to do television again. <clears throat> I was going to do it again. I had zero uh, zero doubt I would eventually get it, to, get it to where it was something I was proud of. On and also also if Netflix's glow help has helped Wow get a TV deal, David McLean says it's really a combination of all those blenders. I drink a couple of beers on the weekend, so I don't drink those mixed drinks. I don't know how they're how they are they are made. At the end, I always see them pour a low extra into the blender, and Glow was that. Glow was the extra mixture into the blender. I think the Netflix series provided everyone, people who don't even watch wrestling, a glimpse, in, a glimpse into what it takes to get into the square circle. It showed the general population, the sisterhood of wrestlers of the 80s that jumped into that ring and did it. That love of the sport and that sisterhood still exists today, and I think that captured Mark Burnett's interest. We have another partner with us from MGM Studios. I think that resonated with him and others to say, holy smokes, this is something bigger than wrestling. Friday nights down to local armory. Well, it was that little special concoction at the end when I'm at the bar and I see them put it into the blender. It brought women's wrestling to the forefront quickly. On his goals for the WOW show, he says, we hope to become live. That's our goal with Access TV in a few years. We're going to go slowly with them because they're just like New Japan Pro Wrestling. We're going to follow the same method and roll things out slowly. And we'll make adjustments and little tweaks as we get feedback from fans. All that says, why look at it? Why watch it? You're going to see athletes from wrestling presented like no other program. The feuds, the battles, 
the conflicts, the fights for dominance, the fight for the wild world title. It's not copied. It's not similar <clears throat> to any wrestling pr program. We really want to put out something that was an alternative wrestling product. And secondly, one that the fans wanted to see. Genie Bus permitted us to go on a state by state. We probably went to 12, maybe one or two more. We went to states and met with the wrestling fans. We went into their homes, sat on the couch and watched some wild tapes of the wrestling. And we asked them what they liked about pro wrestling. What do you want to see? What's missing, etc. There was one word that came out of all those cities. It was fun. They wanted the fun back in pro wrestling. They wanted some, something fun, and they wanted something that mom, dad, and the kids could watch. When I went to, to the Chicago Amphitheater, it was packed with families, packed with kids. They wanted to take the kids back. They wanted to watch the programs with their families. They wanted to see the women's wrestlers <clears throat> presented in a respectable manner, not with a one-minute match at a pay-per-view or something of that nature. They wanted to see it done correctly. They didn't want to see ladies exploited by guys looking at them in a leering manner or, as Jeannie Buss says, being saved by a man all the time. They wanted to see them giving them respect, and that was an easy package to sell. Let's put women on in a one-hour presentation that's theirs. I'm proud of it. Any dad is going to be proud of, of it. Any mom is. Their kids are going to love it. Die-hard wrestling fans, I guarantee it's going to knock your socks off. So, folks, we're going, we're going to see how this turns out here, folks. This, this popping up here tonight on on Access TV. If you have access, if you do have access to that, uh, you definitely got to check that out. Indeed. And one more quick story here. <clears throat> actually, actually, two more here we'll bring you, as a matter of fact. Some WWE news brought to us by Ashish at 411 Mania tonight. Layla L. responds to Michelle McCool's tease of a Lay Cool return, plus a video from, from, from the 2006 Royal Rumble which, of, a, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a match for the Cruiserweight title back then. Layla L. responded to Michelle McCool's recent tweet teasing a Lay Cool return. McCool was asked a few days ago about Lake Cole going after the resurrected WWE women's tag team titles when applied with. All they got to do is ask, then y'all have to get Layla. The promoted Layla responded today with, oh my, it all depends on how much the at WWE universe and at WWE wants to see hashtag Lake Cool, hashtag besties, hashtag flawless ones grace their TV screens. And of course, uh, uh, and this is and, and basically this is what she said in her tweet at Miss Lay L. Um, this was at 8:48 a.m. this morning. She said, "Oh my, I'll read it again. It all depends on how much the at WWE universe and at WWE wants to see hashtag Lay Cool, hashtag Besties, hashtag Flawless Ones race their TV screens." FYI, and also a little shout out to Michelle McCool. She says, "I miss you too, Michelle." Talking to, of course, her partner Michelle McCool. Also, a video that was posted uh, <clears throat> of WWE putting up a full put up a full video of the cruiserweight title match from the 06 Royal Rumble, featuring Kid Cash defending the title in an open invitational. Shane Helms ended up pinning Funaki for the win. So definitely, definitely check out that definitely check out that video there, folks. And one more story here, folks. This is something that's been talked about here, and also we actually did get. Uh, um, um, we of course, of course, have been talking about the was brought up, of course, by the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo earlier this week, and also that was also later confirmed earlier this evening, this afternoon from the Black Widow Michelle Lindaz. I do thank her for bringing that to my attention. 
Uh, apparently, uh, Ashish brings us this story right here, our final story of the night. Maria Canellis issues more detailed denial of rumors that she asked for a WWE release. Following her tweets yesterday, in which she seemed to deny that she asked for her WWE release, Maria Canellis took to Instagram for a longer denial of the rumors that her and her husband, Mike Canellis, asked for their WWE releases. Here is her Instagram posts and tweets right here, as it says right here. Cute little, cute little, cute little one right there, by the way. <clears throat> she says here, on, uh, on first off, on Instagram, she says, I was not going to address this, but I am getting phone calls and emails about it. I did not ask for my release. Speculation and rumors are running rapid. Someone is playing with playing all the wrestling news sites. It's a game. I've been in professional wrestling for 15 years, and what I do in front of the camera will only be a small part of the full story. I have relationships with fans, talents, producers, and their families. I've been in the hospital when people have been injured and backstage to hug someone that's had a great match. I don't need to stir up stuff. I don't need to put others down. I am an imperfect human that has learned from past mistakes. Whoever is leaking rumors, I pity you. And you're a desperate attempt for attention while disparaging my husband and I. I'm going to take the weekend off of social media and hang out with my beautiful family. And I suggest whoever it is does the same. Social media is not fact. It is fantasy, a nightmare, or a place for bullies. I want to use this for motivation to be positive every day. I'm still learning how to be a mom. I'm still fighting postpartum depression. And I still try to become a better person every day. I don't need this made-up extra stress. Hope everyone has a wonderful weekend, and thank you for your support. And plus, she also said this yesterday at 12.46 p.m. Uh, <clears throat> apparently, someone called Arnold Schwartz, uh, I won't say the rest of it, but uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, he was saying here um, in earlier tweets that some of why you're so excited you asked to leave the company. And it was that everyone thinks they know everything. Ha, 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 ha. It's social media, not an autobiography. Or this was this led to, of course, all of the tweets that also came out here yesterday as well. Apparently somebody is is, is spreading uh is spreading is spreading all these facts here, these rumors here. So and it could have been this person I just mentioned, this Arnold person, whoever this is. So but I I don't blame, you know, uh Maria Canales, you know, for sounding up on this. I mean she has been uh of course tremendous since coming back on the scene. And of course like I said she is like I said, she is just Thank you much. Just also had a baby as well, and she's going to spend some time with her fat family, stay, you know. Uh, <clears throat> and of course, like I said, I don't blame her one bit. Bit non That's how. That's how. It's always dangerous whenever a lot of them get started because people will start hit, hitting up, just trying to hit up the source, and it just, it just kind, of, it just kind of hurts them a little bit. So. So. Folks, that's all. That's all we've got here for the rest of the news and views here. And of course, like I hope whoever it, whoever it is that uh, is spreading all that, I hope, like she said, I hope, like I said, they uh, they kind of uh, go back and rethink th rethink what they're saying here because they try to get their facts straight if they if they possibly can. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's your rest of the news and views here segment for tonight. And also, um, I, like I said, I will also say here filling in tonight for the. For King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo. Of course, they are King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team. They're bringing all the news here that's fit to print here in the WWS radio network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in the in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. 
And like I said, I do believe the human suplex machine, John Gross, has not yet arrived. Uh, do not see him here yet. So we'll just go ahead and bring you, of course, tonight here in wrestling history here for today, January the 18th. Let's see here. Uh, let me move this one second here. Yes. Okay. 48, 48 years ago today, which would put it at 1971 in New York City, Ivan Koloff defeated Bruno San Martino to win the WWF Championship. The win in San Martino's WWF Championship run at 2,803 days, by far, the, by far longer than anyone in the history of the promotion. Reaction among the Madison Square Garden crowd ranged from shock to stunned silence to, from shock to stunned silence to sadness. Longtime wrestling journalist Bill After remarked in 2014 at the atmosphere in the Garden following the title change was like a funeral was taking place. In fact, out of fear of a riot breaking out, Koloff was never announced over the PA system as the new WWF champion. There is more to the title change than meets the eye. As the story goes, San Martino grew tired of the demanding schedule, so he voluntarily decided to give up the title. As for Koloff, he was nothing more than a stopgap for their next phase of the, of the promotion as Pedro Morales defeated Koloff for the title just three weeks later. San, San Martino excuse me, would become WWF champion again in 1973, holding the title for over three years before being defeated by superstar Billy Graham. Over 21 years ago today, which would put it at 1998, WWF presented Royal Rumble from the San Jose Arena in San Jose, California. 18,542 were in attendance with 351,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's up from 244,000 for the 1997 edition. The show is noted for Shawn Michaels taking a backdrop onto the casket early on in the WWF title casket match, causing him to suffer a back injury that would force him into the retirement just two months later. Match ratings are from Wrestling Observer Newsletter's Dave Meltzer. As recorded in the Internet Wrestling Database, ratings are out of a possible five stars. Out of out of this, uh, see Vader defeated Goldust. This match received 1.25 out of five stars. Excuse me. Max Mini, Mosaic, and Nova defeated Battalion, El Torito, and Tarantula in a Mini's tag team match with Sonny being the special referee. This match received 3.5 star, three and a half stars out of five. The Rock defeated Ken Shamrock by DQ to retain the Intercontinental Title. This match received 2.25 stars out of five. The Legion of Doom, Hawk and Animal, defeated the New Age Outlaws, Billy Gunn and the Road Dog, by DQ in a World Tag Team title match. This match received 1.25 out of five stars. Steve Austin last eliminated The Rock to win the Royal Rumble match. This received 2.5 out of five stars. Shawn Michaels defeated The Undertaker in a casket match to retain the WWF World title. Post-match, Kane, who thought was to be interfering on Undertaker's behalf, but he cost him the match instead, burned the casket. Undertaker was not found in the casket once the fire was put out. This match received 3.5 out of 5 stars. Folks, here, here, is the, uh, here is the list of participants that took place here. Ladies and gentlemen, just one second here. Sorry for that noise, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about 
right. Here are the list of participants that took place in the Royal Rumble match. And we'll just let you know who was who who was the person and who they were eliminated by. The first entry was Cactus Jack. He was eliminated by Chainsaw Charlie. Number two was Chainsaw Charlie. He was eliminated by Mankind. Number three was Tom Brandy. He was eliminated by Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie. Number four was The Rock. He was eliminated by Stone Cold. Number five was Mosh. He was eliminated by Kurgan. Number six was Phineas Godwin. He was eliminated by Mark Henry. Number seven was Eight Ball. He was eliminated by Austin. Number eight was Black Jack Bradshaw. He was eliminated by Dude Love. Number nine was Owen Hart. He was, he was eliminated by Triple H and China. Number 10 was Steve Blackman. He was eliminated by Kurgan. Number 11 was D'Lo Brown. He was eliminated by Farouk. Number 12 was Kurgan. He was eliminated by Ken Shamrock, 8-Ball, one of the Godwins, <clears throat> Blackjack Bradshaw, Chainsaw Charlie, and The Rock. Number 13 was Mark Merrill. He was eliminated by Stone Cold. Number 14 was Ken Shamrock. He was eliminated by The Rock. Number 15 was Thrasher. He was eliminated by Stone Cold. Number 16 was Mankind. He was eliminated by Goldust. Number 17, of course, the artist formerly known as Goldust, was eliminated by Chains of the DOA. Number 18 was Jeff Jarrett. He was eliminated by Owen Hart. Number 19 was the Honky Tonk Man. He was eliminated by Vader. Number 20 was Ahmed Johnson. He was eliminated by Mark Henry and D'Lo Brown. Number 21 was Mark Henry. He was eliminated by Farouk. Number 22 was Skull. He was unable to compete due to an injury. Number 23 was Kama Mustafa. He was eliminated by Stone Cold. Number 24 was Stone Cold. He won the Royal Rumble. Number 25 was Henry Godwin. He was eliminated by Dude Love. Number 26 was Savio Vega. He was eliminated by Stone Cold. Number 27 was Farouk. He was eliminated by The Rock. Number 28 was Dude Love. He was eliminated by Farouk. Number 29 was Chains. He was eliminated by Stone Cold. Number 30 was Vader. He was eliminated by Goldust. Some notes right here. Steve Austin became the second straight back-to-back Royal Rumble winner in the third of the 1990s. Hope Hogan went back-to-back in 1990 and 91, while Shawn Michaels' two Rumble wins came in 95 and 96. It would be more than a decade before someone else won their second Rumble. John Cena won two, one in 2008 and the other one in 2013, while Batista won his two in 2005 and 2014. Big Paul became the first and then to say only man to enter the Royal Rumble match three times. He's also the only man to have been eliminated three times in the same Rumble. The Rock's 51-minute performance in the Royal Rumble match was at the time the third longest by a non-winner behind Rick Martel and Bob Backlund. Skull was jumped by Los Barriquas, who mistaken him for Stone Cold Steve Austin and was not able to compete in the match as a result of that. <clears throat> Let's see here. 19 years ago today, at the year 2000, at a WCW Thunder taping in Evansville, Indiana, the Mamelukes, Big Vito, and Johnny the Bull defeated Crowbar and David Flair to win the WCW World Tag Team titles. <clears throat> 16 years ago today, which would put it at 2000 and, let's see, let's see, 2003, Edward George Farratt, best known to wrestling fans as the Sheik, or in recent years, the original Sheik, sadly died of a heart attack in Williamston, Michigan. He was 76. Farratt is Farhat is, is credited as the pioneer of the hardcore wrestling style and is the actually un, actual uncle of ECW legend Sabu. At the time of his death, Farhat was working on a book, but the drafts have since been sealed despite offers to turn the book into a movie. Nine years ago today, which put it at 2010, 
TNA got into hot water with their fans and critics again when video of a pre-taping talk between producer Steve Small and the fans at the Impact Zone surfaced. Small, while acknowledging that vulgar chants were not welcome, even though it's a TV-14 product, understandable since they do take their shows in a theme park, called the fans cast members. While the video would eventually be taken down by TNA, initially nothing on the internet ever truly goes away. Many fans of the promotion were not happy. Long-time regulars stopped, stopped going, and the company would resort to using plants to fill the impact zone. So, there, so folks, there you have it right there. you got to be careful with what you say out there, folks, indeed. So let's see what we have also, folks, if we have any. Let's see if we have any birthdays here for today. We'll check that out right here for you. Today is the 18th. And we, and, oh, yes, we have, we have quite, we have quite a few here, folks, quite a few. Today, we want to wish a very happy, let's see. Uh, happy 65th birthday to WWE, WWE Hall of Famer, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Also, we wish a very happy, oh, a very happy 50th birthday to Batista. Ladies and gentlemen, Batista has, Batista never looked, uh, Never look better there, folks, but like happy 50th birthday to Batista. And also a very happy 30, 34th birthday to one half of the tag team, the Briscoes, the new Briscoes, I should say, Mark Briscoe. So happy birthday to the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, also Batista, and also Mark Briscoe. Uh, uh, from all of us here at, of course, the, the WWS Radio Network. I do see here, folks, that we do have another another another, uh, another person here has popped on in here to our live video feed at AWA US. That, of course, being a 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and also a multiple title holder in our <clears throat> in our trivia championship series. The Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach is now joining us as well. So, Anne, we welcome you, my dear, into episode 614 of Revolution. Let's give you the number here one more time, here, folks. 1605-562-0444. Call ID <clears throat> 138055-POUND. This is episode 614 of WWS Revolution for Friday, January 18th, 2019. Of course, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw here with you. Uh, like we said, folks, uh, we're hoping to have some folks pop some of our more of our people come on here momentarily. Uh, we have not we have not heard anything official. Um, we hope we were hoping to hear also hear from the human suplex machine, John Gross. Uh, the Iceman, Jared Drama, I do believe, is on vacation, so he will not be with us. Uh, I'm not certain about King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith or the Black Widow Michelle and Dodds, uh, but hopefully, we'll have somebody, excuse me, hopefully, we'll have someone pop on here momentarily. In the meantime, here, folks, I'm going to let you know here, of course, a couple of quick programming notes. Don't forget, tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget our next edition of WCWS Power Hour, <clears throat> which, which we will talk about what has taken place this week here in the radio network. Plus, also, we'll be, talk, we'll be of course, talking about uh, tomorrow's wrestling history and also a few little wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. 
So be sure to join us for that. 141-364-pound tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock right here on TalkShoe.com. We do not have a match on Wrestling Championship Challenge scheduled for tomorrow, but I can go ahead and tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that we do have a match scheduled for Sunday at 8 o'clock, 146-507-pound, as the human suplex machine John Gross and Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler will, of course, uh, will go one-on-one here. Of course, as you know from the NXT UK TakeOver show last week, uh, both John and Bobby did tie in that prediction title challenge to try to pick up the FMWS Brass Knuckles title. So they have agreed to, of course, have to settle it in a match on Wrestling Championship Challenge under, I'm sure, under Wrestling Jeopardy rules. So this Sunday at 8 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, it'll be the Human Suplex Machine versus Mr. Hulkamania for the FMWS Brass Knuckles title. So be sure to join us here for that <clears throat> coming up here uh, this Sunday at 8 o'clock right here on Talk Shoe. If we happen to have a match tomorrow before uh, before the one on Sunday, we'll keep everybody apprised of that. I have not heard of anybody stepping up to have a to, to do a to, to get one of their matches taken care of as of yet. But hopefully, like I said, we'll 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 get some sort of word here. Hopefully, here very very soon. As of course, as we get closer and closer, of course, to the Warrior Rumble, and of course, you got to keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, an opportunity. Uh, of course, that going after some of the big, big gold here. <clears throat> to go for the big, some or to go for the big gold here, uh, coming up at WrestleMania. Of course, as you know, the WWS World Heavyweight Championship will finally be decided in our prediction title challenge for for this year's WrestleMania. But, ladies and gentlemen, I can go ahead and tell you. That uh, so far I have been I have been able to confirm that the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, also I do believe the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach, and also Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler, uh, we have five folks so far lined up to take part in the prediction title challenge for both the NXT Takeover Show in Phoenix and also for the Royal Rumble itself. Now, I will go ahead and tell you that the, the belts for the NXT TakeOver show in Phoenix are lined up as the following. The two, we have two singles belts up for grabs here for the NXT TakeOver show. One of them, the WWF US Smoking Skull Championship and the Hardy Boys Fans Extreme Heavyweight Championship. Plus, we have two tag team title belt tag team championships will be up for grabs. The WWS Raw and SmackDown tag team titles will be up for grabs coming up here, <clears throat> coming up here for the prediction title challenge for the NXT Takeover Show. I can also go ahead and tell you that uh, depending, we don't know about the tag team belt situation as of yet for the Royal Rumble, but I can go ahead and tell you that the two singles belts that will be up for grabs for the Royal Rumble will be the ECWS FTW Heavyweight Championship. And the NJPWS Intercontinental Championship will be up for grabs here for that. Uh, when I say we're not certain about the tag belts yet, I can go ahead and tell you that depending upon the number of folks that do step up to the plate and take part in this, uh, you got to remember that uh, <clears throat> you got to re- also got to remember is depending upon the number of folks we have, we want to try to give everybody to hear a fair shake. Um, that right now, as it stands, it looks like it may it may be, I believe, the AAA U.S. World Tag Team Titles, or it may be one of one or two or the 
possibility of the ROH US World Six Man Tag Team Championships, depending upon who is who is um, who is who is able to, of course, who is who is able to, to jump up to the plate. It will be one. It will be either the it will be either the AAA US World Tag Titles or the ROH US World Six Man Tag Titles. It's dependent upon the number of folks that do that do take part. And so far, like I said, we do officially have five people lined up to take part in this. So we're not hoping we'll, we'll hopefully we'll have more folks pop on here and uh, and and definitely jump at the opportunity to go after these belts. So we'll keep we'll keep our eyes open here on the tag belts as to what the tag belts will will be. Will it be a regular you know tag team title? Will it be two people holding them, or will, will it be a six man tag belt? Will it be three men? Will it be will it be three people holding it? We'll keep we'll keep you apprised of that when we get closer and closer to that. Also, of course, on wrestling championship challenge, folks, don't forget there we have numerous other matches that we do have definitely to take care of. And we we do we can say that Michelle has a match as she is set to. She is of course, as you know, as the holder of the NJPWUS and the AWAUS World Heavyweight Championships, and she is scheduled to defend both of those against the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Um, we do also know that JD and Ann are set to go here, I do believe, for the uh, WWS Million Dollar Championship, <clears throat> which I believe, let's see, I don't think we've had that match yet, but hopefully we'll have, no, I think we, that's what, no, we did, and I apologize, we did have that match, and I think Ann did pull that, did, did pull that win off earlier this month, so about almost two weeks ago, so that's right, my apologies there. But we do also know that Michelle and Bobby have a match coming up here. As you know, Bobby issued a challenge for anyone for his Indie U.S. World Heavyweight title. And the Black Widow has accepted that challenge. We have also added the fact, added another belt into this matchup here. Since, as you know, both Michelle and Bobby are co-holders of the WWS, WCWS World Television Championship. That was just, it was agreed that, that that belt will be up for grabs and that both Michelle and Bobby would be leaving. Would be um, at, after the match was over, they would be one that would be leaving with with a one belt apiece. Um, of course, like I said, the, the 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 main belt that would be up for grabs will pick up the Indy U.S. World Title since that was the belt that the challenge was originally set for. And of course, whoever wins that, of course, whoever doesn't win the Indy U.S. World Title will pick up the WWS World TV Title, and we will have a sole title holder of that championship. So we have several on the horizon here, folks, of course, and also even including more, including JD, John, and Bobby as well. Uh, we do we do have other matches, also Fonzie. So we have others on the horizon. We're not sure about when we'll be able to get any of those belts defended, but we will keep you apprised of that, ladies and gentlemen. As of course time as time time rolls through, and <clears throat> but hopefully we'll get to have those matches here really really soon. Let's give you the number one more time here, folks. 1-605-562-0444. Call ID 138055-POUND. This is episode number 614 of Revolution for Friday, January 18th, 2019. Uh, of course, right now, it's in, in, in the <clears throat> in the uh, in the talk show, uh, Talk show control room here, folks. This is Mr. WWS Chatting Show right here with you. Uh, of course, still waiting the arrival of some other folks to pop in, hopefully momentarily. 
Also, for also in our live video feed here, folks from AWA US History Lives, uh, Mr. Raymond Otis, Mr. Jesse L. Garcia, Ms. Della Sigler, and of course the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach has also joined us there as well. And uh, <clears throat> hopefully, like I said, at some point here we'll help we'll get to we'll hopefully have we'll hopefully have more folks here uh, to pop on here momentarily. Um, But uh, but uh, hopefully we'll have some more folks pop on in, pop in here as time rolls on. Uh, in the mean, in the meantime, here, folks, like I said, once again, I will address the situation that took place on Wednesday. As you, of course, as you pretty much well know, um, know of course, we had uh, we had, of course, a situation take place during the last few minutes of episode six thirteen of Revolution this past Wednesday night. Uh, when while we were of course conducting business here of course of a wrestling nature and also having fun with a couple of little family feud surveys apparently somebody thought it was funny to come on and try to jeopardize the the nature of the program and for some odd reason uh, we we of course did our very very best to uh <clears throat> did our very very best to to conceal the situation to try to calm the situation down it got to it got to a point to where, like I said, while all of us was, was trying to maintain our composure, we were of course 100% frustrated with what took place and all. One person, ladies and gentlemen, did actually let those emotions show, and that was of course our own human suplex machine, John Gross, who first expressed it while he was still in our chat box that he did come on the line here. Give me there, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> but, uh, but he did come on, like I said, you know, showing his true. But um, <clears throat> but he definitely showed, like I said, um, he definitely showed, like I said, you know what what truly meant, like I said, to be a real big part of our little of our little organization here and what we're all about and everything, you know, showing that you know that no one messes with us, no one. No one, you know, has any right to do what they did, but apparently some but apparently uh, somebody thought it was kind of funny to kind of get on our bad get on our bad side here. So apparently, ladies and gentlemen, you know, as, as I've said many, many times over, this is not the first time this has happened. And apparently this has happened a couple of times since actually talk she was upgraded a few months ago. And I don't know why in the world talk show does not take that stronger action, in my personal opinion. But like I said, you know, they're doing everything they possibly can to try to block those who feel 
that you know that they they can use they can use whatever form is on here that's going on in regards to whatever the form is talking about. They can come on, they can go on there and express their feelings and true feelings and everything like that. So, <clears throat> but I think I think it got to it got to of course the human suplex machine John Gross enough to pretty much like I said for him to. Um, you know, for him to uh, pretty much step up and say, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to stand, we're not going to stand for this anymore. We're not going to take this anymore. And you know how he was, he, he was talking about the fact that you know how much we, especially myself, has made certain that we've done everything we possibly can, that I've done everything I possibly can to maintain order and and have a, a great show like, great show between all to sit around and talk about. Nothing but wrestling, and and the thing about it, some people just think it doesn't does not take that into high regard, and so 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 like I said, I'm hoping like we get a chance to hear from him of course tonight, but if we don't get a chance to do so, I will want to say this one more time. I did say this on Wolf Pack last night, even though we were kind of impaired a little bit due to a technical problem here with our. Computer, with the computer system here, I, we've since gotten it going here somewhat, but uh, right now at this point in time, I'm not sure what the case is, but hopefully we can get it resolved and hopefully we'll be back up at full power here real soon with that. But getting back to getting back to the point I was just simply trying to make, it was a case of, it was a case of, like I said, just simply. Uh, someone just trying to get their, their 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 little bit of fame at the expense of the WWS radio network and if that will not be tolerated here and I've said that I've stressed that numerous times and 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 of course John you know like I said you know was really was, was willing to take a chance and he was willing to step up and say that you know if I should be punished I should get punished and all but I'm just gonna say what I want to say and and we're not blaming we're not blaming John at all because John, like I said, had John, like I said, simply did did everything he felt was he he, he did was was the best. And like I said, we commend John for what he had to say because he pretty much kind of said, you know, kind of done the same thing that we kind of said the same thing we did. And bottom line here is, folks. You know, like I said, we do thank John for expressing that big time here. <clears throat> so I do thank him for coming. I do thank him for expressing his feelings. And like I said, I mean, we're here to express our opinion on everything here. It goes on, even though most of the time it is supposed to be about wrestling. He will express, like I said, we will express our feelings about everything, everything else under the sun here as well. Let's, so, so my, my, my kudos to the human suitcase machine, John Gross, for, like I said, for speaking up and standing up for what he believes in. And, and we are proud to have him as a member of the WWUS Radio Network family. Of course, of the WWS family itself, period. Very cool dedication indeed. I do say that. I do thank John for that indeed. Let's hear in the number one more time here, folks. 1605. 562-0444, call ID 138055-POUND. This is episode number 614 of WWS Revolution. 
course, coming up here on uh, this is of course coming up here on 10:23 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday, January 18th, 2019. Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw here with you, uh, along with like I said, several folks that popped in through AWA US History Lives Our Live video feed. We do thank those folks for coming in and sticking around here with us. Of course, while we uh, while we continue to roll on and press on the best we possibly can. Um, like I said, um, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, obviously on vacation. Uh, the human suplex machine, John Gross, apparently some of them must have probably came up. He was not able to make it on. The Black Widow, Michelle and Dodds, did inform me just a moment ago that she was a little bit under the weather. She was only unable to make it tonight, so we hope she gets feeling better. The Empress, Emery Rickenbach, I do thank her for her patience and indulgence on our, of course, staying on with us through our live video feed here at AWAUS. So I do thank her and many other folks that have popped on here as well. Um, also, folks, don't forget, of course, coming up Sunday at 10 o'clock, our week, our promo coming up here for, of course, we'll talk about what, we, what, what will take place during the week in during the week here in the WWUS radio network. Plus, also, we bring you, of course, as always, some our wrestling history for, of course, for this coming Sunday, as well as, of course, some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. So, folks, uh, there you have it. This, uh, like I said, like to listen in on that for our weekly promo at 10 o'clock Eastern, right here on TalkShoe.com. And uh, and like I said, you can always go back and listen to that as well if you like to if you like to take part in that. Folks, not a whole lot more unless anyone else pops in in the next few moments. Uh, we were hoping to try to do maybe some a couple of family feud surveys with whomever is able to come on the line tonight. But unfortunately, like I said, it doesn't seem like anybody's going to be able to make it here, it, it seems. And, and that's understandable here. Uh, with, of, course, of course, our our staff here in the radio network does have things, but they always have to do on a personal nature as well. But, of course, I do I do thank them, of course, for their, for their, for their uh, overwhelmingly uh, um, <clears throat> support. I do I do thank them for their loyalty. I do thank them for their for for you know being able to come on when they can. Of course, like I said, it is not it is always we're always glad to hear them come on, but it is not mandatory for them to do so. Like I said, if something else comes up, something else comes up. That is human nature here, ladies and gentlemen. So folks, what we're just gonna go ahead and do um, and much I hate to end, end it here a little bit early here tonight, but not a whole lot really, not a whole lot else is going on. Uh, with the, like I said, we're both, most of everybody either on vacation or under the weather or unable or just simply unable to be here tonight. We're going to go ahead and close up shop a little bit early here for the evening. Uh, well, it's also been a very explosive week here in the radio network here, of course. Everything from, like I said, from Raw Radio, Wrestling Revisited, Outside the Ropes, Wrestling Debate. Of course, Revolution Tuesday, and of course Wednesday, even the explosive ending to Revolution on Wednesday, and of course uh, what we had on Wolfpack last night, and of course here tonight. Um, and of course, as much as I hate to end it here a little bit early, uh, we're just going to go ahead and do so here because, uh, like I said, not not a whole lot more action is going on here, uh, other than of course a lot of the stories we did read here a little bit earlier, and. Um, also, also, we do encourage you folks to take a look at all of our groups here in the radio network, including, of course, our newest sensation, of course, dedicated now to the 
new phenomenons uh, starting to starting to make a little bit of a headroom here in, in the world of wrestling. That's of course AEW. Of course, our group is called AEWS Wrestling's Elite Generation. Our own KNWO Gerard T. Smith is is of course posting stuff on that about every day. Whenever we have more new, whenever we have some more new developments take place, uh, we don't have even right now. We've also heard that we have not heard anything about. What the potential new championship belts for AEW is supposed to look like? King NWO is watching that very intently, and he will post pictures as soon as we, of course, get more uh, up to speed. So we'll keep you we'll keep you apprised of that, there, folks. When time when when time when when, when it does become available, indeed. <clears throat> so, folks, on that note here, we're going to go ahead and close up shop here for the evening. And I do want to thank everyone for joining us here this week here in the Radio Network. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow, e- tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock, our review show, of course, WWS Power Hour, 141-364-pound. And also, of course, don't forget, unless we have a, a, a match on the Four Wrestling Championship Challenge tomorrow, don't forget our match on the challenge tomorrow, at, I mean Sunday at 8 o'clock, between the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler for the new FMWS Brass Knuckles Championship. So don't forget that there as well. <clears throat> so we're now, ladies and gentlemen, for the entire panel, way too tough to handle. This is Mr. WWUS Chad Hinshaw speaking for WWS Revolution episode 614. Of course, it is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here on TalkShoot.com, where we are three years older and continuing and always staying our best to be bolder. And that, and, and and of course, Radio Network will always will always be your wrestling connection, folks. Take care of yourselves and each other. We will definitely see you in the ring. Uh, be sure to check us out. Like I said, tomorrow on Power Hour at six o'clock, one four one three six four pound. And unless ain't unless anything else comes on as well. Unless anything else comes on as well. Unless anything else, of course, comes, unless another match comes up tomorrow, we will have a match this um, this Sunday at 8 o'clock, 141, I'm sorry, 146507 pound on Wrestling Championship Challenge. This has been the WWS Radio Network. Have a good night and have an excellent weekend, everyone. Take care. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.